Building Something Out of Nothing is brought to you by Lift Fund. For over 25 years, Lift Fund has backed entrepreneurs who build something out of nothing by providing responsive insights and small business capital when others aren't able to. If you need help launching your passion into a reality, visit liftfund.com today. Building Something Out of Nothing is brought to you by Geekdom. Geekdom is the largest co-working space in the city with the focus of building downtown San Antonio one startup at a time. Visit geekdom.com today to schedule a free tour. What's up, guys? This is Eddie Laughlin, co-founder of Shotgun House Coffee Roasters, and you're listening to Building Something Out of Nothing, a small business podcast right here in San Antonio. Today's guest is Oscar Perez, founder of Tio Pilon Salsita in San Antonio. We sit down at Shotgun House Roasters and chat about the founding of the company and how it all started, his popular recipes and the importance of branding, hitting the pavement and getting into local and national retailers, and how Oscar took his family salsa recipe and created Tio Pilon Salsitas, a popular local salsa brand with international ambitions. Enjoy. But uh, yeah, no, I wanted to, that was funny how yesterday as we were like trying to confirm the the interview I, I just like happened to see you like while we were messaging each other on instagram yeah, it was funny. Uh, at the post office i uh, saw you walk by with a, with a message like i think that was it. Yeah, 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 like, you so you had like a car so you had a lot more shipments than i did and yeah. i had like two i was just holding them in my hand and i took them in there and then so i saw somebody get out of their car you know the post office is like crazy busy right now because yeah. everybody's like i don't know so, man it's just always busy and so packed, i try yeah. to just not look at anyone and just get in there and get out and get you know I always have them pre-labeled and everything, like, ready to yeah, go. Yeah. But <clears throat> I saw someone get out with a cart, and it kind of looked like you, but everybody's wearing a mask, so it's hard to tell. Yeah. Uh, and then I saw you got way in the back of the line, uh, and I just kind of, like, skipped through and uh, put my shipments in there. I don't know if you're yeah. supposed to do that, but that's what I do. Yeah, you can. Um, but since it was, like, it's, I think it has a sign there on the door that says no more than four people at a time. Right. I usually, yeah, I usually deliver Mondays and Thursdays, and we do... Like Mondays, it just depends. We do anywhere from 10 to 30 packages that get delivered. So, and that's for like a week? For bi-weekly. Bi-weekly, okay, wow. Yeah. And is that, because I was, I was interested, because you're obviously, and we'll get into all this, you're in like 69, 70 like retailers throughout Texas, but then also in a bunch of, yeah, and some other stuff too, like you're in larger retailers, smaller retails, all the way yeah. down to like a convenience yeah. store. Um, but so obviously you do online sales. Are these shipments for, like, I saw you're on Amazon. Are these, like, yeah. your Amazon shipments going out? Or are these just, just from your website? Both. Okay. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. yeah, both Amazon and my website. Did it hurt you out of, you know, because I looked at your website, just like our coffee is, it's priced a little bit higher on your yeah. website than it is maybe, at, you said, like, uh, Central Market. Yeah. Uh, it's $3.99 right now at Central yeah. Market. Does that... Is that a new thing you're having to deal with, uh, trying to sell on price your website? Wise? And also, well, yeah, not the price really, is different. Because people that are going on to, like, websites and Amazon searching for a product, right. they're, they're, they're already, like, it's already, like, they're going to pay more, right? They're already thinking about, like, paying sometimes even more for a right. premium product. Um, Was it difficult? I, I just literally started our, our uh, application to get on to Amazon, be an Amazon seller, uh -huh. um, like last week. And so yeah. I was uh, doing some of the stuff this weekend that they, so we were like accepted as a seller, but you still have to jump through some hoops mm -hmm. and get accepted to like sell food and things like that. There's certain yeah. categories that you have to apply uh, to even be accepted, allowed yeah. to do that. Uh, so I'm kind of going through that right now, but I've 
heard good things about Amazon. I've heard bad things about selling on Amazon. Do you do it through a fulfillment center through them? No, or I do, you, do it. So you I do it do yourself. It, yeah. And they have like really strict. Uh, yeah, it's, policies, it's hard because right? they get, they yeah you get a uh, penalized or you can get like taken off of Amazon if you're shipping late. Right. Well, that's what I was looking at. They have like a they have a like a in your hub for, as a sale seller on Amazon. They have like the health of your page basically yeah, yeah. and so like if you've screwed up on any you have to have like 99 percent yeah I healthy guess, like shipment like 96 percent yeah something something like, something like that so like you can screw up like once twice maybe yeah um, it depends on how many orders you send right but if you're sending like 30 right uh or or more than it kind of i think it does it for every 30 days right or for the past 10 days okay um it depends on how many orders you have, and they usually want like, like less than four percent late shipment. Okay. So and so and so when that goes through, you print out like a label through Amazon. Is that yeah. how it works? Like yeah. their priority two day shipping. Yeah. Uh, and then you just ship that out through like UPS, like I saw it yesterday. Yeah, yeah it's more. Um, according to experts, it's you can sell a lot more being mm-hmm. on Prime, right? Because if you send to Amazon uh, fulfillment centers, then you can be on Prime. Right. And being like fulfillment by merchant, it you have to like be accepted to be on Prime. Depending, I guess. Are you on Prime? I'm not on Prime. So you're not on right Prime now. yet. No. Have you, how have you liked Amazon though since you got on? How long have you been on, and does it do okay? On I've been Amazon? about I've been about two. This is gonna be my second year. This is my second year, right? Okay. Uh, I started in 2019, and I really didn't put any marketing efforts into it, like marketing campaigns or anything. So I really right. didn't have like more than 20 sales probably in the year okay uh, so it's just like a side revenue yeah. stream yeah okay yeah. and honestly it? I haven't made much on it on my like the company doesn't make any like profit on it even because because there's charges for shipping right there's charges for Amazon there's your so there's a lot charges. of fees mm-hmm. because they know they can because they're yeah. Amazon then you, if you're doing marketing you get a lot of fees like you we have a budget for marketing, but right. you get that per month as well on top of like everything. So a lot, a lot of times, yes, it, they end up you end up making like four thousand dollars in sales sure. or something like that a month. But then you know half of that or something goes even to them. less. Yeah. yeah, like you even get less. Maybe you get like five hundred dollars. So account. your profit margin is slim when it comes yeah. to Amazon. So yeah. essentially, what you're getting is you're getting Amazon's hundreds of millions of customer base. And you're getting the, yeah, the kind of like that because you you can sell hundreds of thousands of dollars on Amazon, right? You can. It's totally possible, but it's just having needing to have, first of all, like the money to have that marketing campaign. Yep. So it's for yeah. it's for more established companies, really. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah, I look at the because I look at the coffee companies. Or if you're able to there, do it, yeah. where you're like you you really have a really strategic marketing plan, and like know how to use keywords and all everything in the marketing uh, do you do any marketing like aside from Amazon do you do for your personal website do you have like an email list that you send email blasts out to no you have a good website I was on it today and like it looks like it's relatively custom built Uh, shows all the different places on a map like where you're located throughout Texas I thought was really cool which I would love to get some sort of application like that for our website but other than things like that and just basic signups on an email list and stuff, do you have marketing? Um, I do a lot of marketing through Facebook. 
Okay, so you do like campaigns. So, so you do Instagram. Okay. What kind of campaigns do you do? Uh, so I do I promote posts, right? And I do traffic uh, campaigns. To so drive, traffics to the website. Traffic to the website or to my Facebook page. So you do like website clicks and stuff like that. Website clicks or Facebook page clicks or Instagram. Do you promote clicks. only in San Antonio or are you like all over Texas? No, over all around. That's a cool. lot of times they give you options to kind of do. They do, yeah. yeah no, so I've, I've done both. A lot of times I do let the let it run, right? Right. So I can start. What I learned is just start like gathering information, and then then you hone then it. You, yeah. Then you target those. You like, see what's working and what's yeah, not, what's and then not, you yeah. take money away from the stuff that's not working. Yeah, that's like yeah. the classic strategy for doing it. That's kind of what we do too. Uh, we do email blasts. We have a list of like fifteen hundred people, uh, and I'm trying to grow yeah. that pretty, pretty rapidly now. Uh, and then we do we have a Facebook ad running right now. Uh, we were just yeah. on SA Live, so I just took that raw footage and just put it in, in an ad because video view ads are like the best way to go. Yeah, I mean that's that's what I've been doing. Like I'm just doing marketing campaigns, promoting, yeah. promoting videos and stuff. I mean I get up to thirty thousand views. Oh yeah, with the, with the videos for yeah. sure. Uh, did you just teach yourself that? Just kind of learn how to do it? Yeah. Yeah, it's not that hard. Myself, and then I have a cousin that's in marketing, so that's just cool. picking his brain. So you can ask questions. Yeah. But you do all the graphic design, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the artwork, um, a lot of the art, some artwork I do, but a lot of it also I, uh, like, I get artists to work with. Okay. Right? So you've worked with other artists, but, yeah. uh, like, your basic, like, packaging is yeah. you because it's yeah. like the, the same graphic thing. design the label design that's cool everything yeah they just give me like doodles right so you you have that uh, right robot over there so right? then you can like put it on I'll there. put it on the label I'll do something that works with it so who did the thing of your face uh, a friend of mine okay yeah so you didn't do that no I didn't do that that's funny. like I didn't draw <laughs> I didn't draw myself it was actually a, a portrait a self-portrait I ran into someone and I told them we were gonna do the podcast uh, and they, they were like, does he look like the, the guy on the jar? And I was like, yeah, it does. It, it looks <laughs> like him. It's funny. <laughs> funny. Yeah, the guy did a good job. Um, there is a girl, actually. Oh, it was a girl? She's from yeah. here, yeah, yeah, that's her. yeah. That's cool. What's her name? Um, Ashley. Ashley? Ashley, yeah, Mahaney. Sweet. Yeah. Um, so you were an architect, right? Yeah. Way back in the day. You don't still do that? or do you No, do I do. It? So you do. You still do it? Yeah. Full-time? Uh, no, no, no. Part-time? Do you Part-time, do I, like I do like clients, yeah. I, okay. get, I have personal clients. And so self-employed architect? Yeah, Okay, much. so you have your own shop set up, essentially. Yeah, uh, so my people, computers, my so shop. So people can still contact you for board. architect work if they want. Yeah. Wow, okay, cool. And then, so you started Tio Pilon's on the side. Yeah. Uh, it's well, a completely side venture. Well, kind of, but not really. What does that mean? Because I, I started, I quit my, arch, my full-time architecture job. Right. Because I wasn't liking what I was doing with the company I was working with. Okay. Um, and then I started, Tio, I started Tio Pelons in the midst of like, okay, going back to school for architecture or a master's degree in uh, business. Mm -hmm. So in those, like that three month period between when I quit my architecture job and going back to school, I started learning how to can. Okay. And I started canning and then I got my grandma's recipe. What do you, what do you mean learn how to can? Because isn't it just, you just put it in a can? Is there more to it than that? Well, like, actually have, like, the aseptic uh, processing. Right. And what's, all. What does that mean? Um, so cooking the, the product, right? Uh, cook, making, like, a sauce. Cooking the product, making sure it's pasteurized. Okay. Um, sealed in a sanitized container. Okay. And just make sure it seals completely and then you have 
that that product that's shelf stable. Yeah, that lid, you have like the lids that click or whatever. Yeah. If it's open, so you yeah. know if it's been opened. Yeah. That's cool. So you started messing with that, and you already had some like family recipes and stuff, right? Yeah, you I had, had like, one family recipe. Was that the Emma? Emma. Yeah. Okay, that, that Emma. That's also so that's made. That's a red jalapeno, like pureed sauce, yeah. right? Like yeah. very simple ingredients. Yeah. Uh, I saw in the, the video you made for uh, the the one house in made in SA or whatever uh-huh. that you'll actually you'll throw away jalapenos that don't look that won't give you that color because yeah. you get that bright red color from the red jalapenos. Yeah. Uh, yeah so it's not tomato based at all. <clears throat> it's not. No. That's cool. Yeah. That was your base recipe, and then yeah. you thought you would just. Yeah, I mean, make some, there's a, re, a red, make a green, right? So I yeah. made two greens. Then after that, it's, I, I had those three for, for a few years, and then I started increasing the, the product line. But what, what made you want to turn it into like a full-fledged kind of business, right? Because I saw it, the it, potential. So people the, were into it like from day one. Yeah, yeah, I saw the potential in the brand, uh-huh. right? The brand, brand character. Yeah which is a Tio Pelon, and yeah. like, it's like, it's eye-catching, it's like, it is. You, you'll see the Tio Pelon, and in two years, you'll remember the brand, like, yeah. because, of like, oh yeah, I've seen it somewhere. Well, you haven't even changed right. it since I, you know, from like 2018, 2017, it's been the same, with, yeah. with minor tweaks, it's yeah. been the same, that picture of you, yeah. branding and everything, so you haven't yeah. had to do it thing that a lot of people do where they rebrand, start something yeah. and they have to rebrand in two or three years because yeah. the first thing they did was crap we had yeah we had a like what i like to say it's a instantly recognizable brand you did yeah right? so yeah. We, we were to, able to create that and then the branding that i put behind it right we created our font um it's an in-house font that we like drew out by hand letter by letter right right and then turned it into a, a format so we could type with it we like Pretty much everything, color selections, uh, label, label design. That's cool. Yeah. So you figured out that part early, which was a yeah. good thing to do. Yeah. Um, and I mean, architecture. It helps. It helps a lot because I learned a lot of uh, softwares. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. And uh, in my professional life, I did. That was in in in, in college, right? I learned yeah. a lot of softwares, and then professionally, I learned. Like project management, sure, a lot. So I can project manage, you know, I project manage like twenty million dollar projects, and so you're you're ready. I mean, you, if you can scale to that point, yeah, you can manage it. Yeah, yeah. And so project management, and yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> yeah. That's cool. So you had all the tools kind of ready to to do something like this, whether you knew it or not. Yeah, uh, yeah. it seems like you recognize that you did. Uh, were you doing like farmers markets and stuff early on, or was this just kind of yeah, like I was selling at Brick? That's where I started. So you were, yeah. Tell me about like how you first started and how it kind of took off. Yeah, we started the. Or yeah. No? Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> cool. When I when I put the the brand on it, I, was, I had friends just like instantly like it, right? Like, yeah. So I, it just kind of blew up in my friends friend circle and yeah so they were into like, it because it was you and the it was, branding and funny. everything in the salsa yeah. so i decided to start like setting up at at brick and learning to see like just to do a just some marketing right just face-to-face marketing see how people would that's react a good, like, that's a good spot to like, start an analysis just yeah if, see if uh the people would like it see if we had repeating customers see how see how that would work and then after month like week after week i would have customers come back like, so it was before the sunset. Yeah, immediately. Like, yeah, people That's were, cool. were like, and then um, we had to stop a little bit for 2016. 
right? Uh, due to a friend's, uh, it was family issues, okay. right? Someone in the family got sick. So we stopped a little bit and then 2017 kind of started again. We entered like Brig, started doing SoFlow, and then did uh, our first store at Pearl, which is larger, right? At Hotel Emma. Hey, that's a good first uh, one. Yeah, yeah, that was our first store. A good friend of mine, Hugh, uh, directed me. He's like, come bring it in and we started selling there which we still sell there and it's very at this point though did you have like you know because a lot of people start and they they start with like the cottage food law yeah Uh, were you legit at that point no no salsa you you can't you you don't do like cottage it's not it doesn't work under the cottage laws okay um so we had to go through through a lot of steps right but you did the things you were supposed to do to get to that point afterward Right. Okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah, but we were being safe, right? We were checking pHs, sure, on yeah. and everything, but we didn't have uh, nutrition facts on. You didn't the, have FDA uh, stuff on there. Yeah. It wasn't. But you were, so Larder was taking a gamble on you a little bit yeah, by, yeah, by selling yeah. your product. And but, it's local products, right? So yeah. a lot of times it's it, it, in a certain um, like quantity. If you haven't sold, uh, if you don't sell more than like a certain amount per year, um, then you don't have to put on a nutrition. Okay. Facts, as long as you put ingredients. That's cool. And stuff so there's like certain that. like stipulations and little like yeah. loopholes you can get through basically to be, yeah. to do that. Yeah. Uh, but how to do it larder? It, it did good. So That's it started cool. doing good. I mean, we still sell there, and they order at least twice a month. Do they really? Order. That's awesome. Uh, yeah, we bring it in. People love it because it's called Salsita Emma, right? The red yeah. one. And yeah. No, it it's makes like the perfect, hotel. Perfect branding. Yeah. They think it's because of a lot of people ask me if it's because of the hotel and. Like, no, it's my grandma's yeah. recipe. You know, that's, that's cool, though. That's my grandma's name. <laughs> that's awesome. Um, did you try, I assume you probably tried to get it into the Pearl Farmer's Market? I, I'm still trying. So you're still trying to do it, because I feel yeah. like you would kill there. I've, I've applied why, three or four times. How's, why are they so, I don't, what, what's that process like? I mean, we, um, our so, neighbors right here, Wildflower Caramel Company, they're they're in the Pearl Farmer's Market. Yeah. They kill. That's like their yeah, top source I mean, of revenue. They murder should, there. I have people coming in. I'm only in the Pearl Holiday Market and the Night Markets. Okay. Uh, which right now it's canceled due to Corona. Sure. But, uh, I have people coming in every month because they like I have loyal customers right that come to the markets like the Night Markets or the Holiday Markets because they're looking for my sauce. They're like oh I buy like they buy three jars or four awesome. to last them for the whole month. That's so, awesome. I believe it, man. Well, I'll tell you our our shop since we started carrying you like. Uh, during the pandemic basically mm-hmm. i wanted to carry more stuff on our website and some yeah. stuff that i could deliver to people's houses so i never tried your stuff i wanted to try it so yeah. i contacted you and uh, went to your manufacturing space and that's how we met uh and my girlfriend and i are already addicted we've had emma and we've had cremosa uh-huh. uh and then macy our barista who just closed today <laughs> uh she bought one of the cremosas from us okay. and was like just tell me about it today how much she liked it with like, these pita chips yeah. um, so i get how people are like addicted to it it tastes different than anything i've ever had yeah it has yeah. a real kick to it like yeah, a legitimate it's, it's, kick i mean it's pure pepper right? yeah there's it's no re- but it, like in a great way man. <laughs> there's it's, no joke to like it's pure pepper but you're gonna get a mild like it's on the pepper scale there yeah right uh you can see like Oh yeah, you can 10, see, and it's like okay, a six. Well, even Emma though, it says like it's right in the middle, and I was like, this is spicier than yeah. Right but in the I middle. mean, it's in, it's in the middle for like a, I guess. Oh yeah, you would say a Mexican sauce. Yeah, right for sure. But that's what uh, I like about it. It's, it's not like a jalapeno. It's not, it's not your mild pepper. tomato like. A, yeah, just your like, table hot sauce that you would get like at a Mexican restaurant. Yeah, it's yeah. Uh, more hardcore than it's, that. It's but Mexican style ranchero salsas, right? You make those a lot of times at the ranch. You can right. put them on rice. It's a, it, 
also a cooking sauce so you can put it on just pretty much anything. Right? We put it on pasta. Yeah, for real. Yeah, we put it on actually, pasta I have a, a friend that told me that they put it uh, put Emma in some marinara sauce, yeah. mixed it up a little bit, and put it into a pasta. I feel like you could do anything. Like you said, it's it's pureed peppers. I mean, there's yeah. so many applications mm-hmm. for that beyond just like chips and dip. Or we've done it with eggs, yeah. obviously. I, I I mixed it with sour cream yeah. and created like an even creamier. Uh, thing and I put it on top of an omelet. I did that today, actually. Yeah, uh, and yeah. it was legit, dude. It was really good. Uh, sorry, go back to, to getting the, into the pearl, the pearl uh, and all that. Yeah, I mean, I've been trying. I, I applied. Uh, you apply, right? The process mm-hmm. is applying um, to the through their website, right? And then just basically waiting to see if if they accept you or not, and pay the fee. And it, there's a, a board of. Uh, a board like a pearl farmers market board uh, between the vendors yeah they have to accept you or not so i haven't been accepted for the past like three years who who else um, are there other salsa companies yeah there are there are a couple well i mean direct salsa salsa like the style that we yeah. make right it's different um it's a sauce right it's a jalapeno sauce there's nothing that's similar to it right? okay i mean i've seen I've seen other brands that are good, right? Uh, that sell some some pepper-based products, um, but it's not just salsa. They have other products as Is well. Is that frustrating to you? When like, how do they say no? Do they yeah. say? Do they say? I'm because sh- look, I'm sure they have. It's the pearl farmers market. For anybody that's listening that doesn't come to San Antonio, this is like the creme de la creme. Yeah, farmers I mean, it's market. one of the biggest farmers market in Texas. Yeah, it's well, and it's one of like probably the busiest hubs in Texas. Yeah, especially in San Antonio, yeah. for people coming. Yeah. I mean, you're going to get noticed. That's how Wildflower got into uh, Whole Foods. Is the exactly. Whole Foods buyer? It they have buyers that go there. Right? Like it's a big yeah. deal. And yeah. uh, what's so? Do they email you and just say, "Hey, man, sorry, you know, we had so many applicants and we just weren't able to do it." Do they let you down easy, or do they just say no? Well, no, they. T- they tell you no, but they give you the reason why, right? In my case, um, there's already another salsa company, yeah. and they don't want competition yeah. uh, between vendors, which I understand. I, mean, I can that. understand that. But at right? some point, but you get to a point where it's like well, you can't have everything that's you, you, different. You can't. Yeah, I mean, if you have a, I don't know, like a burger joint across the street, you're gonna have yeah. another burger joint across the street. They're gonna compete, and both are gonna do good. Yeah. Right. Um, that's how a lot of times the economy works. Well, I know for um, a fact it's, you know, so you have local coffee at the Pearl. Um, and I know like within the Pearl, they don't really allow any other coffee except at the Pearl Farmer's Market, there's what's brewing yeah. coffee. But yeah. but I know, and all the other coffee companies know in town, you can't get into the Pearl Farmer's Market. There's no way to do it. What's brewing yeah. is there, and then you have a local on the Pearl premises. Yeah. So there's just no, there's no shots. So you just don't even try. Yeah, exactly. Um, and it's, I mean, yeah, Pearl definitely could, would put us on, on another level, even in the San Antonio scene, right? Because even though we're a San Antonio company, um, still a lot of people are barely finding out about us. That's my point, is that, and I've seen you in Hemisphere, like I've seen you at different places where a lot of people go, but again, you just get... We're a grassroots company, right? I started the company with $20. I know, it's crazy, man. So I didn't have like thousands of dollars to invest in a marketing campaign. You truly just grown customer by customer. and organically, customer by customer, as you say. So, so you grow, you know, you started Brick and you, you know, grew in popularity. Uh, and then I assume you started going to kind of other markets and did you just start, you start selling in Larder, like you said. Yeah. And then from Larder, did you start, did that give you some pedigree to get into some other like, yeah, little shops? Yeah, I mean, I saw, I saw, I saw how it was kind of easy just to, just to ask and just be to like, ask, here's my product, my product, taste yeah, it. Yeah. Right. So that's what I did. I have another friend that was, uh, selling wine at the time in, in Austin. Okay. And he told me, Hey, 
come bring it over here. I'll introduce you to this person at the store, the Sunrise uh, Mini Mart in Austin. Yeah, yeah. That was my second store, right? And, and I still sell there, and I still sell like twice a month there, taking product. And, so your product moves on shelves. Yeah, um, in the supermarkets and in small stores as well. That's so awesome. A lot of our good cash flow. Um, stream comes from small stores right? well that's like what i was the, looking at on your website i was yeah. like man i've never even heard of a lot of these like little mini marts and gas stations yeah. and like south some stuff in like south texas that like chains and stuff that yeah. i've never heard of um but i was like man that's really fascinating that he's in a lot of these really small like mom and pop like southern like, yeah like, like bodegas uh, and yeah. like gas gasoline stations and you got those were those word of mouth or was that just like hitting the pavement and sit, it, giving them your yeah stuff? a traveling salesman so you, you drive around and yeah. go to these places and you just look them up online? Like how do you find yeah, where to go? I have, I have, I've created a retailer database for the company. Okay. Right? And I have anything anywhere from restaurants to hotels to um, supermarkets to small stores that uh, I just get leads to. That's so crazy, man. I, I go to a store, who's your contact person, who's your buyer, talk to them, when can I talk to them? Um, so just take information down put it down in my retailer database and then call again at another time and try so to set just, up an appointment. So you just keep keep hitting it, keep calling them back until you get a hold of somebody Yeah, yeah. Uh, and just bug them basically? Yeah, a lot of times that's how it is, right? A, a good salesperson is going to be bugging you or trying to like yeah. be present. And well, it's, it's like how, you know, I think a lot of people feel like they're being annoying and yeah, yeah you can get to that level you where can, you're just yeah. like badgering somebody but at the yeah. same time like I'm really busy I know you're really busy with yeah. what you do like if yeah. somebody wants to get my attention they need to mention they, you know get me on Instagram times. or something yeah. like five times yeah. until I'm finally like alright let's sit down and yeah. do whatever exactly. this thing is and, and they're the same way I mean especially when you get into the the levels of like Central Market and Whole Foods and the HEBs those buyers are so busy I mean that's busy. how I got into Central Market yeah. I've been trying for a year yeah. and I was calling the guy calling the guy calling the guy you know, I called them like this year before getting into Central Market. I called them like five times. Seriously. Right. Yeah. And I, I called them, talked to him first. He sent me some products. I've, I told them I sent you product last year. It's like, well, we get hundreds of salsa app applications. I know. Right that's here. the that's what I'm right? saying. So it's like, I kept kept like. So you sent it to him. Yeah. He never even tasted it. So you had to send Probably it again. Not. Yeah. Send yeah. it again. Uh, then, yeah. Then it just like was a matter of like okay okay if we bring you in right he finally like said okay we bring you in you would you be interested in doing like tastings in every store and, and i'm like sure of course i mean so they tell you yeah right. so so we're we're talking to whole foods right now yeah. uh, and it's the same thing so like if you get into whole foods uh or a central market they require that you do you sample your product and a you do times, certain yeah. things and like marketing and all that yeah uh and if you're someone like a small salsa company a salsita company trying to get into one of these larger retailers You'll, of course you're going to say yes. You'll yes. do whatever you, <laughs> know, that, you have to do to get in. And a lot of times, I mean, you know, it. Uh, I've had feedback from other companies that are on a, on a larger scale than I am, right? Because uh -huh. in San Antonio, we have, there's companies that are like national, right? They, they send product out nationally, like Wildway. Yeah. Um, right. And and you carry them, right? We carry their stuff. Yeah, I'm, they're, I'm they're, supposed to have them on the podcast. Yeah, Kyle and Kelly are great people. I, yeah. I like them. Um, and they, they they always like are helpful and stuff. So so you're able to talk to these people that kind of you look up to, and you want to yeah. be on their level at some point. Yeah, and, and I mean sometimes doing, doing tastings in so many stores is it's counterproductive, right? And, okay. And you have to kind of do uh, a lot of also like digital marketing, so you can kind of uh, I guess leverage, right, or kind yeah. of like be the, be on the same page because you can't be in every store. 
within a month, right? For sure. It's like 13 different cities in, of course. Yeah, <laughs> in yeah, a yeah. month. It's like you can, but you have a business to attend. Hey guys, it's Eddie from Building Something Out of Nothing. Before I started this podcast, my mic sat in a drawer for six months before I finally got the courage to record my first episode. I didn't know anything about the podcasting world, and I definitely didn't know anything about finding the right website to host my podcast. That is, until a friend told me about Buzzsprout. Buzzsprout is hands down the easiest and best way to launch, promote, and track your podcast. Your show can be online and listed in all the major podcast directories like Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and more within minutes of finishing your recording. If you're wanting to finally pull the trigger on that first podcast, follow the link in the show notes to let Buzzsprout know we sent you. You'll get a $20 Amazon gift card if you sign up for a paid plan, so it's kind of a no-brainer. Buzzsprout, the easiest way to start your professional podcast. So tell me how the, was the central market, so was that like the first big retailer you got into? No. Uh, Who was the first one? Last one? year in 2019, uh, we got into United Supermarkets. Oh, that's awesome. Uh, Up in? In Lubbock. Yeah, dude. I yeah. lived in Lubbock. I went to college there. Oh, cool. Yeah, yeah. I used to go to United all the time. Yeah, we got into United Supermarkets. Um, I need to. They believed us. Them. Yeah, they, yeah. They, they liked us and they're like, you know, you guys made it to HEB's Quest for Texas Best finalists oh, last year. Oh, yeah. Um, and we've launched a lot of like other salsa companies like Mateo's and okay. stuff, right? Before getting to HEB, they got in with us. So they believed in us and we, they brought us in and we had good sales. Uh, so how many locations so, were you in there like to start? Like how does that work? So like, they brought us in to United Supermarkets to their top selling stores, right? okay. um, Market Street and yeah. Albertsons up in New Mexico. Oh, that's awesome. So they brought us into about 50 stores. That's crazy, though. Yeah. Dude. Yeah. So that was a huge get. Yeah, that was a big one. How did yeah. that feel? I mean, we'd, I mean, we'd, great. It was, like, awesome. <laughs> it was, but it was, like, at, at the same time. Was it stressful? It's stressful because, I mean, to create that, you, you need a lot of, you need money, right? Working yeah. capital. Yeah. What'd you do for that? Stuff. It's, um, so we cre- we had a loan from one of my investors. Okay, one, cool. of, one of my now partners, he invested some money. So we were able to have like some working capital for that. Okay, cool. So you were able to make those, because that's also the thing I've I've heard, is you don't want to burn a bridge with these bigger companies. Yeah. And so if they bring you on and you tell them I can fulfill this order, and then they say, hey, I want this much by this amount of time, you need to be able to do it. Because they'll just go on to someone else and they'll, you've burned that bridge at that point. Yeah, exactly. So so you made sure that you had the money and you were able to fulfill the, the order. Yeah, and it was hard because we were, they, the order, the first order, I remember it was like close to ten grand, eleven grand. It was like that's awesome. Almost the same amount of money that we had made like right, the last whole year, year yeah, 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 last year. Um, and we were over there like labeling everything by hand, and at this at this time we were still labeling and filling by like. And this was all in the space that I've been in. Yeah, so very small space. Yeah. yeah, you're still in there. Yeah. You're moving. We're actually, it's incredible the amount of like salsa and kombucha that goes out of that building. Oh, right? dude. Every time I go in there to grab the salsa from you, they're, they're bottling kombucha. I mean, yeah, they're, I don't know what, where <laughs> they're, I mean, they're everywhere all over San Antonio. Yeah, Element Kombucha. We've been working together for, for the past three years, like side by side. And it's just incredible the amount of like product that goes out. From that building is just like how are we even doing that like, yeah seriously <laughs> so, it doesn't look like anything's there it used to be a restaurant it was yeah yeah it was Alchemy. and, and yeah. now yeah it looks like nothing's there and then you go in there and it's just like this small dark bustling manufacturing, manufacturing space which is like really cool <laughs> yeah it smells kind of like kombucha but also like peppers it's like this strange <laughs> yeah. like combination yeah uh so you got into like united and everything and it was selling well 
Uh, yeah. You're excited. Did, does that, like, when that happens, does that kind of open the door for other retailers? Can you say, hey, we're in United, we're in yes. uh, Albertson and stuff like that? Yeah, it, opens, like... it definitely opens the doors because you can already, like, say you're in a bigger supermarket, right? Mm -hmm. um, it, does, it does help a lot, honestly. Uh, bigger, other stores start, I mean, other stores do their due diligence and start seeing what's in other, like, I'm sure United looks at what's in HEB stores. I'm sure yeah. HEB looks at products that are in Central Market or Whole Foods. It's just like any good company. Brands, you look right. at your competitors. Competitors, yeah. yeah. You have to. It's, you have to have a competitive When they see what's right. selling, too. And it seems like you're kind of selling well everywhere. Yeah, yeah. Mark, right now, this year, with, with uh, Central Market bringing us on board, it's, it's doing really well. I mean, it's consistently off the shelves. Dude. Like, it's consi consistently getting sold. Well, you and I right talked right. about this the other day when I visited you. Uh, because like I said, we're talking to Whole Foods right now and dealing with, uh, you know, how much, what they're going to pay you for a wholesale price for, and those margins. And that's really interesting in like the larger format, uh, you know, when you're doing that bulk volume. Um, but you're, they're able to price it uh, at central market at a good price where yeah. it's not too high to where it's only certain people that can afford it. Yeah. It's, uh, it's at a very reasonable price, I feel yeah. like. Uh, and that's a really cool thing to help it help it move as well. It's a high quality product at a good price. But we want to be a sauce for everyone, right? Yeah, we want to exactly. be a, everyone's brand, right? We don't want to be just like, oh, it's only sold at this price for just these people. It's great quality, right? We want to be like great, great quality product. Yeah. And still be able to offer it to anyone because I mean, sixteen ounce jar, I mean, at three ninety nine. That's a good it's, price. It's a really good price for, for what sauce, it is too, because you know? also. This is what I was noticing today. You don't need a lot of it. A lot of it goes a long way. Or yeah, a little bit yeah. goes a long way with this stuff. Yeah. I mean, cool. a 16-ounce jar is a big jar. Like, most salsas that you see, a lot of them are 16-ounce, some of them are. Uh, but a lot of the packages that you see are 12.9 ounces, yeah. 14 ounces. Yeah, they're always, like, we weird yeah, amounts. Smaller, so you're just straight jars. up 16 ounce. You decide just to be, like, yeah. simple. Yeah. Yeah. And we try to get that price, right? Because we want to give it, like, have everybody buy it and right it, it's been effective at to the moment right now the comp the difficulties are a lot of time getting to where margin is profitable that's what i'm right? getting at yeah uh, uh, because we can do it it just takes money and time or more money than time right uh, it's just having the right equipment buying being able to have like a stake in the pepper market right right because how does that work, by it's, the way? Because you do import, insane. you get those peppers. Like, how do you, how do you access those? How I mean, often do those come in? Like, how do you, how much are you ordering at a time? I mean, produce is probably one of the most unstable. Like, yeah, it's uh, crazy. <laughs> markets that I can imagine, right? Because uh, produce or pepper prices change like every day or every other day, depending on. Do they fluctuate a lot? Yeah. That, so it goes up and down a yeah, lot. Okay. Yeah, it's, it's a variable cost, like a lot, a lot of times. So yeah, I mean, we buy from our supplier here in San Antonio, right? And the idea is to to buy like in bulk, so we can reduce the price of, of the pepper cost and our, our labor cost. And just right now that we're moving to a new bigger facility, it's like, all right, let's make this as efficient as possible, right? So that we can bring like the cost of our labor, like half of what it is now or right. more. And is that right? getting more? Like better equipment, is better that, equipment. Like how does that work? Yeah, better equipment, uh, faster, faster like production, 
time. So you're trying to streamline this process yeah. to where yeah. you can bottle, if you're doing 3,000, 4,000, 5,000 bottles a month, I don't know how many you're doing right now yeah. or how many you're projected to do this next year. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I've seen, I mean, I've only seen two or three people at your space, so I don't know how many employees you have, but that's a lot of I have, bottles. Yeah, I have two employees right yeah. now um, that help me with the production. Okay. Um, and we make right now about 4,000 uh, to 5,000 jars a month. Okay. That's crazy. Which, which is, yeah, it's a decent amount, right? Um, not, it's not, yeah, it's not unfeasible. Yeah. Uh, but it's a lot. I it's mean, a it's, lot. Yeah, you're, yeah. you're busy. I mean, back in 2017, if, you, if I were to say, like, I'm making 5,000, oh, 4,000 jars yeah. a month, I'd be like, nah, impossible, right? Yeah, How it's crazy. With, and we have two people right now, um, plus my, my, my two business partners mm-hmm. and me. Um, and yeah, the idea is we, we each tackle different things, right? I have my production team helps me bottle and label and label and everything. Um, and I'm there a lot of times supervising them, but I mean, they already got the process down. They seem like they're pretty legit when I was in there. That yeah. guy was just bottling, like doing the labels like crazy with the yeah. little label machine. Yeah. <laughs> um, do they, like when an order, let's say you get a big order that comes in, do they see, do they all get like the same email? So they know the orders, everybody's on the same page or do you come in and say, all right, we got our central market order. Like, yeah. how does that work? No, I have a, at, at the office, I have, we have a calendar. Okay. Kind of like, okay, these are, once our, our inventory starts going down to a certain level, mm-hmm. uh, we know we need to cook this, or, or like Emma, right? We need, so you try we to need, stay ahead of the curve. Yeah. We need to be prepared, because once these big orders come in, exactly. we gotta be ready. And we, we try to forecast, right? Like, okay, we have uh, so many orders, or so many jars selling at central market per, per week. Um, and so many jars selling at United per week. Let's say all these uh, 3,000 jars that we sent to them. Mm-hmm. Uh, They'll be gone. They'll be gone right. in three or four weeks, right? That's awesome. So, so we try to stay ahead of the curves That's that way. Good, when the order comes in, have, it's yeah. like, all right, ship it out. We got it, we got it ready. When you, when you get an order from, and I don't know how... I, I don't know how it works with the smaller, like, so it's, let's say it's a small mom and pop shop orders like three cases, you know, yeah. 20 jars or something, whatever. You'd probably ship that or go deliver it to them. But like, we do a with, delivery route. With the bigger, do you do you deliver to Central Market no. yourself? No, That's we a, have a big uh, national distributor. So you got it with a national distributor, yeah. and that wasn't until you got with the larger retailer, I assume? Yeah, I mean, actually, we just got in with Kehi, which is our, our distributor, mm-hmm. um, this, this year in like, April, right before uh, delivering to Central Market's first order. That's cool. Um, do they require you to do that, or no? It was just you just that did it. It made it's, more sense. It's, yeah, because it, it makes more sense, right? Because we can't by the directly pallet, right? deliver deliver by the pallet to yeah, every yeah, store. Yeah, yeah. Um, KE has their distribution system and distributing to like each Central Market across Texas, which is like ten stores. Uh, You've got to have every else to every that. week, yeah. um, right? It's in. Plus you d- don't want to be late, and yeah, the whole yeah. it just logistically makes so much yeah. more sense. If we were something, somebody like, like Coca Cola has sure. their own sales reps and can go merchandise and go look at um, inventory, see how its shelves right. are doing. If you had tens of millions of dollars, yeah, yeah. Maybe you could <laughs> exactly. do that. But right now, you get them to do it. Uh, but yeah, that helps. So that takes that off your plate. Yeah, that's our net. Yeah, we for for larger stores, right? Uh, United, Albertsons, Central Market. Um, we we do the the, the national distributor. That, distributes to other stores um, and then we have our, our in-house like routes that we do to small local retailers okay so like the other day have, when you dropped one off 
Did you drop him off or did I come pick him up? I think both. I can't. I think yeah, you dropped. Last time I dropped off something. Did, is that was I like on your route? Is that how that works? Yeah. 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 Okay. I usually try to do Thursdays for San Antonio. Okay. And, and Fridays for Austin. And that's like you. And you're driving yeah, around doing right it at the moment. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. I'm looking for people to help me out there. Okay. In sales as well, but yeah. Um, right now it's yeah our delivery route. Right. We we have on Tuesdays, Mondays we call up stores. Hey, how are y'all doing inventory? Right, you all need an order. So doing you, a route. So you, che- you check on them. Yeah, and that probably helps. You know, I've noticed Lick Ice Cream. We carry their ice cream sandwiches, yeah. <clears throat> and they have a wholesale rep that will contact me through email and phone call. Yeah. Uh, to make sure, see if we need anything, and that has worked. Like I've ordered stuff mm-hmm. because of that phone call, and so I've learned that. Yeah, because, so now I follow up with people. I yeah. mean, your managers at stores, right? They're not. They don't have always. The, they don't always have the time to and like we said, check an inventory. They're busy, and yeah. Like, yeah, and so we, I, I do that weekly call. How are you all doing? Um, you all need inventory? I'm doing a route this, this week, right, in Austin on Friday. Yeah. So they'll put in an order. I jot it down. In a, at the office, I have a section right now for, for all our stores. Well, not for all our stores, but our, our distribution points, Okay. right? I have uh, KHE, which is our national distributor. Okay. Austin, San Antonio, and online. Those are our four routes right now. So you have your self-distribution routes, which yeah. are Austin and San Antonio. Yeah. And then you have your national, and then you have online, which is shipment. Like I saw you the other day yeah. when we ran into each other, and you were yeah. up there with a big cart yeah. doing your online <laughs> orders. Yeah. Um, so you're, you're getting, you're doing that multiple revenue stream. Now. Yeah. You're, you're yeah, getting exactly. to the point where you can, have you thought about a brick and mortar? Just uh, a, like oh, like a like a shop, just like a little shop, kind of like at the Pearl, where people could just come in. I mean, that would be awesome. I, I always thought about the idea of, of putting up like a chips, chips and salsa bar, where you could just kind of go in with a tab, right? Dude, that'd be wild. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. I'm still looking for a partner <laughs> to do that'd that. That'd be crazy, with. man. I could see something like that, like at the Pearl or right? Hemisphere, maybe. Yeah. Uh, as yeah. that area starting to blow up, I don't know. Like salsa out of a keg or something, just like. Oh hell yeah, dude! Just really awesome. Open it up. <laughs> I don't know, but. Maybe. But I mean, you're still. I mean. Clearly, with the growth you're having right now, with yeah. like uh, all the, the the major retailers, you're just starting to get the yeah. attention from them. Yeah. And uh, so, you like we said, we, you're in the Albertsons, you're in the United Supermarkets out in Lubbock. Yeah. Um, you've just gotten a Central Market. How many Central Markets are you in? All of them. Like, how many are uh, all of them? Like all of them or nine? Okay, so all of them yeah. in Texas. Yeah. 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 Only, that's what they have right now. Okay, so they only have nine yeah. or ten. Um, uh, you, we talked the other day. You, you're talking to Whole Foods. You're not quite in there yet. Not in there yet. Um, they love the product. Yeah. Uh, I still I have to do some modifications because of it's Whole Foods. It's they're different. Like they have certain requirements on their food ingredients and stuff. That's interesting. So, like when you get into Central Market, did Central Market did they just say give us the product or do they say look, you got you need to make this change to the label. You need to make no, nothing. No, not really. That's cool. They like they like it as long as it has all the. Um, FDA requirements, right? Okay. The nutrition facts and barcode. So, what's the situation with HEB right now? We're we're trying we're still trying to get in there, right? We're a local company trying to get into HEB. But uh, you also local. got you said you were a finalist at Quest for the Best, right? And, yeah, in 2018. So what's, we made it. We you would made think it you to, were in. Yeah, you you would think um, it's just it's not always that easy, right? Yeah. Um, good thing we waited a little bit, and we're, we're trying to get in there right now, uh, but it gave, gave us time to grow uh, and learn how to be into a, a larger retailer. Uh, with United Supermarkets, it kind of, like, helped us, right? Definitely, um, dude. Like, okay, learn how to 
wrap pallets, how to set it up and how to send pallets and just have like this whole organized system where we can meet their demand. Um, <coughs> now the HEB is what we're trying to do. We made it to to the Quest uh, finalists okay. in 2018. Um, we made it to the top 25 out of 700 companies. That's awesome. And 60% of the applicants were salsa companies. We were the only salsa company That's making crazy, it. That's crazy, man. Um, so yeah, it, we didn't, we didn't, we decided not to work with him uh, or together uh, early, early on, uh, right? Uh, just we didn't think it was beneficial for us in, in certain right. things, and we needed to grow more as a company, right? To be able to meet the demand because a lot of times as a small company, you get into a giant a retailer like HEB, which is like number one in the in the country. Well, HEB has like two hundred fifty or whatever it is locations. Three hundred and fifty. Three years, yeah. Like well, that, you, yeah, you can't make you could you, you were able to scale to fifty United supermarkets, yeah, but not two hundred and fifty HEBs at the yeah. time, probably. Yeah. Uh, so now this, you're at the point now. I mean, it's a double-edged sword, right? Getting yeah. into a huge supermarket like that because you're you're gonna need to have the working capital to meet the demand that three hundred and fifty stores are gonna need. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, and then you're gonna need to have like the the, the whole work environment prepared for that like your employees and have like enough like capacity to meet the the orders yeah uh, the space now that which we're moving, is the new space it's a great location yeah it's, so it's, is that kind of the next step you're moving into this larger space you probably have to hire some more people you talked about hiring some delivery drivers yeah uh you got in with the national distributor now yeah. so like you're set there yeah. uh yeah are you just I looking mean, to grow i mean that's yeah my weird. goal is my goal my largest goal right now uh, not mine, I guess uh, our goal as a company, right, Tio uh, Pelons, is to get into HEB. Okay. We really want to get into HEB since, I mean, we're we're the San Antonio's next, like, salsa, right, company. Yeah. We're big, we're, my goal is to take it national, like yeah. I told you the other day. And I mean, just like Pace Picante, right, They're, everybody associates it and knows it comes from San Antonio. Yeah. Great salsa and sauce comes from San Antonio and that's our goal. Like, so your goal it. would be, you look at pace as like an emblem of kind of where you would maybe want to be one day. Yeah, I mean, of course, it's it's a huge company that made it really, really well, and made in town, right? And that's that's kind of our, our goal, right? We, we look at their path and how they did it, meeting, meeting farms even in Mexico to do well, like to get like prices right. down to meet our like, margins that we need to grow and stuff and like that are you learning because you've been around for like four or five years now do you yeah. feel like you just learn stuff all the time about ways to like save money and ways to make you know network here and make a good relationship yeah. here and yeah. like how to grow the company in ways that you never thought about yeah before yeah of course um the more the company grows the more important my network uh, yeah becomes right uh i have family members that are in in the in the produce world in Mexico, mm -hmm. right? So it's, I never thought I would be like dealing with like right. in that system. Yeah, so it's like, funny. hey, cousin, will you like help me find like 10,000 pounds of peppers <laughs> or something like that? That's you know? crazy. Is that and how many peppers you buy? You buy like those quantities? Uh, we, right now we probably like per month, it's probably about three to 4,000 pounds of peppers. That's crazy, man. Yeah. And so, are you ready? So, if you do about five thousand bottles a month, let's say, are yeah. you are you prepared to scale to fifteen thousand bottles? Like, do you think yeah, you yeah. can do that right in now, the next year, two yeah. years? Oh, definitely. Our goal is to scale up this year. Hopefully, if we're be able to get into HEB this year, um, hopefully, to other three hundred stores. Right now, we're in about one hundred and fifty stores. Yeah, uh, 
So hopefully it would double your production. Yeah, and the the good thing about it is we're moving into a new space, right? Mm -hmm. um, bigger, our our whole production system, our filling line, everything's getting automated. Um, we have a, one of my partners. Um, he had, he owns also uh, an automation company. Oh, sweet! So well, that's perfect. We've, yeah, yeah. We've been automating like our filling machines, or we automated our kettles. That's uh, awesome. So man. we we bought new big kettles. That's kind of like how I talked with uh, Brad Farbstein of, of Real Ale Brewing, yeah. and he took me on a tour out of their facility after the the interview, and <clears throat> he showed me how now they're brewing systems is huge yeah. but it is uh, all automated too you just yeah. press a button and it's kind of exactly it. in, in the future i want my my head head of production right which is which is ed right now he's like over there right sweating like right <laughs> like stirring cheese. So you want to make his life easier make his life easier to where he's like over at the desk being able to like monitor right the pressure inside the the cooking pot see how how hot the the salsa is cooking and everything from his from his table and with this automated system that we're building right now we're able to track like how many jars are being filled That's what's cool. the ph levels that we, we need did we meet it um how much time it took us to cook everything so it also just so, makes more consistent batches and, yeah. and stuff like that like it yeah. actually helps a lot in terms of yeah quality and all that stuff yeah um yeah. What's, what's kind of like your day-to-day -day life like right now? Uh, I mean, do you do, you said you're kind of a traveling salesman. Do you still do some of that stuff? Yeah, I mean, right now it's it's difficult because of Corona, right? I don't right. want to be out there kind of like exposing myself that much, especially because I I do a lot of the work in the company. Right now, I vary from a project manager in architecture because we have a construction site going on, right? right. The, the warehouse is being built. So, And since I have background in architecture I did I drew all the floor plans That's and awesome. all that stuff uh, I was able to get all that going and now I'm kind of project managing making sure we get asbestos surveys and right. just like approvals from the city and stuff like that then I have to go uh, do deliveries and then I have to come back to the computer and work on QuickBooks then I have to <laughs> it's just like a number of number of stuff then sometimes it's like Monday and Wednesdays go to uh, Monday and Thursdays go to deliver at the post office. Weekends it's just, it's just like yeah, a lot of everything. Marketing, taking pictures some days. So it's literally. I mean, you're just an entrepreneur. You do everything right now. Yeah, yeah. What uh, do you feel like you're pretty good at uh, managing a staff and managing people? Has that been hard for you, or is that pretty? Yeah, pretty easy? it's one of the most difficult parts. Uh, finding good workers That's and managing hard. a staff. Yeah. yeah, it's really really difficult because I mean you can't manage people right people do are going to do what they want a lot of times. they have to buy and, into yeah, your and, product yeah, and, and what you're really doing. like yeah really care for it um so so yeah that's it's been difficult but i mean i've been project manager for over over 10 years so we can i was about to say you really yeah. do have the perfect background for this type of thing and yeah. growing and scaling <laughs> a company i feel like uh yeah which, and i've been in i mean my dad's a businessman my grandpa yeah. was a businessman so i've been like in in the business world for for a long time you know my first uh business transactions was probably when i was in kindergarten uh, okay selling like uh we would my friend richard and i would draw face masks uh made out the ninja turtle like draw outs of like a drawing of the ninja turtle face yeah yeah, yeah. put a string on it and sell it to our classmates that's dope and, yeah and sell i would have bought them. that <laughs> <laughs> yeah so Kids were there wearing their their Ninja Turtle masks, and we made a few bucks too by ice cream at lunchtime. That's awesome, man. So, uh, 
So what do you what do you see the company in like five years? You you make goals like that? You use it yeah, just like I mean, year by year by year? Or yeah, I mean just... my girl my girlfriend can attest to that. She's like, you're always yeah. thinking of your five year plan, your yeah. five year goal. And... By the way, are you always just like all consumed by this? Is it hard for you to take a step back and like just chill and not worry about oh, yeah. TLP loans? Or are you always it's, thinking about it's it? It's twenty four seven. Yeah, it's twenty four seven with me too. I'm at I'm at that point. We're we're at that point in the company where it's. It's a pivotal it, point. It needs right? to be twenty four seven twenty four seven thing because it's 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 about to take off. We're close close to it. You know? So you can feel it. Yeah. Do you feel it? Do you feel like yeah, the, the energy, energy like it's, it's like it's there, coming man. right now? It's really difficult with with everything that's going on in the world. But, right. But yeah, we can see it. You know, we're at the turning point where we can make that break to like okay, we've already gained the attention of like national retailers. And it's all. Right? It seems like it's all positive. Uh, you know, reception too. You're getting yeah. this attention, but it's also good. It's it's all good attention. Yeah. And then you get into the retailer and you do well there. Um, yeah. Almost universally, it seems like, and so that's all just like good, positive vibes. That's just kind of tra- you know trajectories upward. Yeah, and, I mean that's one of the things that is is positive. Right? We didn't we haven't had that much of a budget for marketing. Right. Our labeling does our marketing. Right yeah. Now, right. Our our branding. One hundred percent. I and agree with that. So it's like. We did a really good job uh, with the design of, of, of the brand to where it kind of sells itself. And once people buy it, they either like it and become like a loyal customer or they don't like it, it's too spicy or whatever. Right. Um, but we have a lot of loyal customers. I get calls I get calls on the, on the phone all the time, like twice or three times a week from random people around the country. It's like, your sauce is amazing. I really appreciate what you're doing, right? Um, you're like, it's really awesome what you're doing. Your That's sauce crazy. is like probably the best sauce that I've had like ever. And so I just get like two or three of those phone calls a week. Which is really people. cool, man. And <laughs> yeah. it reminds you like, oh, this is like, you know, a really positive part of people's week. You yeah. Know? It might be a lot of stressful parts of your yeah. day and, you know, running a company and growing a company yeah. like this, but it reminds you of like, oh, this is why we do this. this yeah, cool. exactly. It's, a, it, it's awesome to have that customer loyalty right dude it's so awesome yeah people like already like i bet with your online orders you have you have have recurring customers just like we do with our coffee exactly we have people that will will come they'll buy two bags they'll come back they'll buy two more bags and a shirt and it's it's a really good feeling knowing that they could go anywhere else exactly and then we have like those loyal customers they're even like they share it to they share it with people people and that becomes like priceless if you you know could go back to like day one uh, and give advice to yourself or to anybody that wanted to start like a Salsita company or some sort of <laughs> CPG thing that has a goal one day of being and you know wants to start a farmer's market and grow into getting into Albertsons and H-E-B and Whole Foods what kind of advice would you give somebody? I mean I guess the biggest advice I could probably give myself is have grit right yeah. have that grit because it's going to be like 14 16 hour days mm-hmm. uh, your, your bank account is going to be negative multiple times probably because you have like bills to pay and you have uh accounts receivables like 30 days late yeah you have like accounts payable that you need to pay like people so you you just have that grit to continue moving forward it's interesting well even with someone like you we're seeing a company that just looks like it's just going the trajectory is just a a flat line up you know just like a straight line up but still you've had those tough moments yeah and uh most people aren't going to see the success that you've seen in such a short period of time so it's just like you gotta 
understand that when people say that owning a small business is hard, it's really hard. It's really, really, really it's, hard. It's yeah. really hard. Yeah. I can personally say it's the most stressed out I've ever been in my life yeah. uh, in this two years. That feels yeah, like it's been it's 10 years. Yeah, but it's also the most rewarding. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I mean, yeah, I mean, this year I'm projected, the company's projected to sell at least three times what my salary was. Yeah when I was working in architecture. Exactly, right? exactly. You look at that stuff and it's awesome. And it's like, okay, I managed to get my company to sell like even like three times the amount of product that, that I was like making in, in a whole year, right? <laughs> when I was working in architecture. So I want to get to the nitty gritty. What are your types of uh, sal- salsitas that you're offering right now? I know you have, you talked to me about like a chocolate sauce, like a, yeah. like a, tell me about that because we might want to do that, some sort of collaboration here at Shotgun. Um, we carry three of your salsitas over uh-huh. at SoFlo. So if you're listening to this and you want to grab it, go grab it over at SoFlo. I know you're yeah. at Wong's Bodega down the street from yeah. us. Um, obviously Blue Central Star. Market, like what, what all is available? Where can people get you? Like, tell us we're, about that. We're around town, multiple, multiple locations, you know, uh, Larder, like we spoke about, Blue Star Provision. Central Market, Wong's is a great store um, online. So we, we offer, we have five different products right now okay. um, on the shelves. Uh, our newest one is a vinegar. It's a chipotle, chipotle infused sweet vinegar, which is, there. you probably won't find another vinegar like that out in the market. I've looked in all the stores. There's yeah. no chipotle infused which, vinegars. By the way, when you create these recipes and create these products, are you doing that on purpose to where you're kind of, Filling a white space because I yeah you're right like both of your salsitas I've never really had anything like that and that's yeah. why I think it makes people love it so much yeah I mean a lot yes and no right okay. one of our uh, products which we're still working on right now is a glaze uh, and that's that's a product that came out totally by mistake okay um, like I tried uh, changing the the process of uh, our salsita especial and it didn't work the same but we came up. We came out with another yeah, product and it was cool. just like super good. And it's like it's like a maple syrup almost. And that's so something delicious. you're working on right now. Yeah. To release. That's We're dope. trying to increase it to a scale where we can sell it pretty well. Uh, which is well, the chipotle vinegar right, that I was talking about. It's a 30-day aged chipotle vinegar. It's delicious. And we have our salsita especial, which is basically a they're they're they go hand in hand. Okay. Salsita especial and the vinegar. Okay. Um, Delicious. They're sweet, smoky, spicy. And the Sosita Especial, so we sell that over at SoFlo. Yeah. Uh, that's the one that I haven't tasted yet, but you can said you can put that on like yeah, cheese and cheeses. crackers and stuff. Yeah, it's it's a very it's it has acidity. It's okay. Acidity, right? It's it's uh, aged peppers in vinegar. Um, awesome. So it has a really good acidity with sweetness. So it has that you can put it on cheese, blocks of cream cheese, and crackers like on a cheese board. But it's gonna have that spice that's because cool. it's pure yeah. peppers. Um, pure smoked chipotle peppers. Right? That's awesome. Um, it, it's great on meats, great too on wings. Uh, and so that's aged that. for 30 days, you said? Yeah. So yeah. I remember walking the very first time I went in there, you kind of showed me your facility, yeah. and you had some of that sitting in there aging. Yeah. And uh, yeah, you get all those like aromas you could smell, it smelled really good in there. Yeah. But uh, that yeah. was cool seeing that process, and yeah. it's just like clearly all natural ingredients going yeah. in there. We have yeah. three ingredients in, our, in those two sauces. That's right? crazy, and man. Like uh, chipotle, salsita especial is. Uh, three ingredients and the vinegar is literally two ingredients if, if you would say that and then you have salsitema and cremosa. cremosa and tomatillo so you have tomatillo okay yeah. i've not had that one yeah we either. have a tomatillo which is our mildest okay um which makes sense yeah it's a yeah. little bit more mild but it's still spicy for some people one of okay. <laughs> one of our negative reviews on amazon was that it <laughs> too was spicy? too spicy yeah yeah, yeah. yeah so, dude the cremosa is like spicy 
I, I haven't had the Emma on like just like a chip. Um, we like I said, we use the whole thing just for yeah. uh, some pasta. But uh, the cremoso we've used on several things, and yeah. uh, I was expecting it to be mild for some reason. And I was like, well, this is no, this it's is, but like in a good way. Man. It's it, good. It, it has a really good flavor, right? even the spicy. Yeah. But it's really good. Like mix it up with some sour cream. Oh, make, yeah. make like jalap. They're pure. Pe- Pure pepper enchiladas. sauces, right? Enchiladas. Matt from Wallflower was telling me he yeah. makes his enchilada sauce with it. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, yeah. put it into guac, guacamole, mix in a spoonful into guacamole um, so with some crema, make a, a dip. Dude. Just like, there's many, many ways to use a nacho for chips and salsa. That's awesome. Well, yeah. is there anything else you want to like plug or talk about or anything before we sign off? I think I got everything I wanted to cover. Yeah. No, I think that's that's good. Sweet. Thank you for yeah. inviting me over. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm glad you shop. came on. I've been coming here to... Uh, shotgun house for for a while even before you started carrying the salsas well know. i remember when i came up there yeah yeah you told me that yeah. you were like yeah i come to your because it's on my way it's on my way back from my from the produce terminal to, to right. my office right now so i usually take the street here and park in front just like, that's awesome yeah stuff. i love well first of all you're my first interview and i did lick like three or four weeks ago but it's hard i haven't had studio space and all this stuff so i've been trying to Find yeah. people to interview. Plus, because of Corona, it's just like, what you know? Do we do this? Do we not do this? Yeah. Um, so you're my first interview in a while, so I'm, I'm cool. pumped about it. But also, one of my favorite parts about doing Shotgun is that I get to meet people like you that are doing a whole different industry, you know, different yeah. style thing. But it's all similar. In it's a lot all of ways. related, yeah. and it's really cool. Just kind of making those connections and meeting yeah. people in San Antonio that are kind of yeah. like-minded. I like that. You know, San Antonio has a very good community of uh, entrepreneurs in the business, Dude, uh, for the sure, food processing world, and it's. It's great if we are able to work symbiotically together. Kind of raising out there. Yeah, that's our cue. All right, man. <laughs> there you we're go. Out. Thanks, dude. Right, thanks, man. Appreciate it. Thanks for listening to Building Something Out of Nothing. If you'd like to be a guest on the podcast, you can email me at ed, that's ed6238, at gmail.com. If you'd like to serve Shotgun House coffee roasters in your restaurant, cafe, or office, shoot us a quick email at orders at shotgunhouseroasters.com or contact me anytime at 254-913-9031. Our intro music is provided by the Delicate Boys from Austin, Texas. You can find this song and their entire album on Spotify. Thanks.